Hello and welcome to Brighton Road Baptist Church's online service for Sunday the 2nd of July 2023. My name is Reverend Michael Hogg and I am BRBC's Leader of Community Evangelism. It's good that we are able to join together in this way to worship God and to seek his face together. Today we shall be focusing upon a short text in scripture from 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 17 to 18. In the New International Version it reads, Let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends themselves who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. During our time together, we will be considering boasting, which is good and which is bad. As our call to worship, I'd like to read the whole of Psalm 44. It may be that you have it there with you and want to follow it. Or you may want to just sit back and listen. Perhaps use it as a prayer. Make it your prayer on this occasion. So, Psalm 44. We have heard it with our ears, O God. Our ancestors have told us what you did in their days, in days long ago. With your hand you drove out the nations and planted our ancestors. You crushed the peoples and made our ancestors flourish. It was not by their sword that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. You are my king and my God who decrees victories for Jacob. Through you we push back our enemies. Through your name we trample our foes. I put no trust in my bow. My sword does not bring me victory, but you give us victory over our enemies. You put our adversaries to shame. In God we make our boast all day long and we will praise your name forever. But now you have rejected and humbled us. You no longer go out with our armies. You made us retreat before our enemy and our adversaries have plundered us. You gave us up to be devoured like sheep and have scattered us among the nations. You sold your people for a pittance, gaining nothing from their sale. You have made us a reproach to our neighbours, the scorn and derision of those around us. You have made us a byword among the nations. The peoples shake their heads at us. I live in disgrace all day long, and my face is covered with shame at the taunts of those who reproach and revile me because of the enemy who is bent on revenge. All this came upon us, though we had not forgotten you. 
we had not been false to your covenant. Our hearts had not turned back, our feet had not strayed from your path, but you crushed us and made us a haunt for jackals. You covered us over with deep darkness. If we had forgotten the name of our God, or spread out our hands to a foreign God, would not God have discovered it, since he knows the secrets of our of the heart? Yet for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Awake, Lord, why do you sleep? Rouse yourself. Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our misery and oppression? We are brought down to the dust. Our bodies cling to the ground. Rise up and help us. Rescue us because of your unfailing love. Let us begin with the first of our songs today. How deep the Father's love for us.
our world there is much boasting and much injustice. We're going to spend a moment in prayer, but before we do so, I want us to hear the following psalm. Psalm 12, a psalm of David, where boasting and injustice, that which is vile, deceptive and wicked, are linked. Let's listen to his prayer and continue with making it our own. Help, Lord, for no one is faithful anymore. Those who are loyal have vanished from the human race. Everyone lies to their neighbour. They flatter with their lips, but harbour deception in their hearts. May the Lord silence all flattering lips and every boastful tongue. Those who say, by our tongues we will prevail, by our own lips we will, will, our own lips will defend us. Who is Lord over us? Because the poor are plundered and the needy groan, I will now arise, says the Lord. I will protect them from those who malign them. And the words of the Lord are flawless, like silver purified in a crucible, like gold refined seven times. You, Lord, will keep the needy safe and will protect us forever from the wicked who freely strut about when what is vile is honoured by the human race. Let us continue in prayer. Lord, speak. God of justice, who sees every act committed in public or in secret, who hears every cry uttered in faith or in despair, arise. In the face of injustice, we weep, we lament, we question why and how long. On behalf of those who are hurting, those suffering injustice, pain and the boasting of the wicked, we offer our tears, our words, our prayers. Intervene, we cry. We offer our voices to declare enough. We offer our feet to stand with the oppressed. We offer our hands to work for healing. Arise this day, O our God, and fight for the helpless and oppressed. Arise this day, O my soul, and fight beside your God. Help our heavy hearts to rest, knowing that you will not rest until you bring justice and your eternal rest. Amen. We sing together only by grace.
boasting, the good and the bad. The psalmist in Psalm 49 verses 5 to 7 questions, Why should I fear when evil days come, when wicked deceivers surround me, those who trust in their wealth and boast of their great riches? No one can redeem the life of another or give to God a ransom for them. I hope that we know full well the foolishness of trusting in riches and boasting of material wealth. Riches and wealth are sought by so many in this world. Many envy those who have money and possessions, yet all the riches and the wealth cannot buy us into God's book of life. We must one day leave it all behind. The Lord Jesus tells us a parable recorded in Luke chapter 12, the parable of the rich fool. Someone in the crowd said to him, said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me? a judge or an arbiter between you. He then said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in, a, in an abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves but is not rich toward God. Let us not be found to be those who boast in the abundance of our possessions, the size of our property, the size of our bank balance, the value of our stocks and shares. Hear James's warning in chapter 5 in verses 1 to 3. Now listen, you rich people, weep and wail because of the misery that is coming on you. Your wealth has rotted and moths have eaten your clothes. Your gold and silver are corroded. Their corrosion will testify against you and eat your flesh like fire. You have hoarded wealth in the last days. Paul writes to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 6. He warns about those who think that, godless, uh, that godliness is a means to financial gain. He reminds him and us that godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. 
But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. We would do well to listen to Paul's command to Timothy. But you, man of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance and gentleness. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age, so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. So, let us not boast about wealth or riches, but let us boast in being rich towards God. If we are rich in such a relationship with God through Christ Jesus, because we know that it can all change in an instant, it can all be taken away, just like that. As the proverb says in Proverbs chapter 20, uh, Proverbs 27, verse 1, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Take a moment to pause, to consider the truth of this word. Know that all you have for the moment is today. As James writes in chapter 4, verses 13 to 17, Now listen, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money, why you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. So let, let us not be those who boast of riches or even of our day tomorrow. For we steward these things but for a moment. Rather let us boast as the Apostle Paul learned to boast. Paul tells the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 31. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Paul is quoting Jeremiah chapter 9 verses 23 and 24. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom, or the strong 
boast of their strength, or the rich boast of their riches. But let the one who boasts boast about this, that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice and righteousness on earth, for in these I delight, declares the Lord. So here we are told what we should be boasting about. Boast that you have graciously been granted understanding to know the Lord, the Lord who exercises kindness, justice and righteousness on earth. The Apostle Paul also writes to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 30. If I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. He goes on to explain in chapter 12 verses 9 to 10 that God said to him that my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, Paul says, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Let us not be those. Therefore, we look at ourselves, our own human or worldly resources and boast about such things, uh, such strengths and abilities. But let us look to the Lord and firmly place our trust and therefore our boast in him, his strength in the face of our weakness. We could not save ourselves. We needed saving. So God sent his son to be our saviour the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us boast in his death upon the cross and his resurrection from the grave. Amen. Let us sing together, Be Thou My Vision.
And now a final blessing adapted from Paul's letter to the Galatians in chapter 6. May we never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to us and us to the world. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers and sisters. Amen.